All right, you guys. Hello, hello, hello. This is Yusuf's podcast, episode four. Uh, we got two new guests that I'm doing the podcast with, which is Marsman52, if I said the, the two digits right. Uh, the next <laughs> one is Team Spartan, who I recently met off of a Halo community. But, exclude all that, uh, we're here to discuss this podcast about PlayStation, you know? And in order for me to start this podcast, I gotta first, 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 go straight to Marsman and ask him, like, overall, what is your thought about uh, PlayStation, like this generation? Like, like so, give me everything. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, listen, I, I just give out context. I have every system, you know, possible. I play a lot of every type of game with Microsoft, uh, Sony, Nintendo, you name it. So when I'm looking at, when I'm looking at Sony PlayStation, you know, PlayStation 5 so far, my biggest issue I have is that there's not enough of those first party games that are out, right? I think right now, when you look at the launch year, biggest issue that I saw launch year itself was that the biggest game you can mention would be Miles Morales. And it's a good game. But remember, it's not necessarily a standalone game. It's like an expansion pass to, to Spider-Man. And that was one of the biggest flaws. Now, going into the second year of it, I think you have some solid games like Ratchet & Clank and obviously Horizon Forbidden West comes out, which is a, is a good game. Um, so I think the biggest issue I have is that the, these exclusives that are coming out, I think there's not enough of them to be like that big selling point. Now, granted, I don't want to stir up any any feelings of, of Sony uh, Sony fans that are saying like there's there's a bunch of games you haven't played. Like, trust me, I played a lot of them. There's a lot of good games on there, but there's just not enough that say this so far this generation that's like dominating. Like, you know, we've always seen that like PlayStation Four generation, there are so many games, right? There's so many things that you can play on it. And there just really isn't as much. And I, I love I love playing a, a multitude of games, but there just isn't a lot. And like you can tell I have this I have the Sony light back here. I, I respect Sony so much and I love playing their games. So far they just haven't had enough, but there's gonna be some games apparently coming out this year, obviously with God of War, but so far like there just hasn't been enough. And right now it's just I feel like they gotta add some more to really just keep it, you know, cause Sony's been dominating the last generation. They gotta keep Big that time. momentum, Big I gotta time. say, you know? Big time. Big time. Good, 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 good stuff. Good stuff. Okay. And then I, that was some good, good, real, real, real information that you threw out there. Um, now we're going to go into Team Spartan, man. And I want to ask you, man, even though I knew you from Halo, but hey, man, look, I need to talk to you. What is your thought about PlayStation this generation? Uh, honestly, my I don't really have much of an opinion, if I'm being honest. I mean, I... I stopped the console wars ages ago because I, you know, you got friends that come and go from the consoles, and uh, you know, I, guys like me, I just like to play the game, play with friends where I can, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, I, I, I think PlayStation's they they've had their their uh, what do you call it? exclusive contents there for quite some time now, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, I'm starting to see that more with Xbox. Xbox is starting to, starting to do that now as well, but I'm I'm feeling like it's. Uh, it's kind of a more share, like like, like a sharing community. So PlayStation, that feels like they got like their 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 single player beautiful games that are put together, and Xbox kind of has their multiplayer games that m- might not be as beautiful sometimes, but they uh-huh. they they try to include everyone. So I, you know, that's that, that's where I kind of sit with PlayStation. Is I'm, I'm a little bit jealous. I don't have one that I don't, I don't play the games, but I 
I, I talked to my friends, they talk about like Zero Horizon and, and stuff like that. And like they sound like amazing games. So I can appreciate that at least. Good, good, good. Okay. So here's my take of PlayStation. Uh, and I want you guys to listen to me thoroughly. Um, hang on right quick, y'all. Hang on right quick. Uh, well, nah, F that, no. Um, first off, yes. Sorry for being utterly in interrupted, you guys. Me personally, with what the hell is going on with PlayStation, they're fine. They're fine. And let me let me explain why. Because for this whole Game Pass movement that's just been going for, you know, for the past if I can do the calculation in my head, since 2017, right? Um, that to me personally, it seemed like they were influenced by PlayStation Plus because they saw the success that PlayStation Plus was having. You know, you was able to get those free exclusive games. You know, it depends like when it comes to game, not game pass. Goddamn, when it comes to PlayStation, you know, subscription, right? So, me personally. I understand that you know they came too early you know you know to release their console due to the due to the pandemic that was going on but me personally I felt like you know they could have waited but now as where we at right now you know they plan on you know coming with these uh ten line service games and we just have to see where that's gonna go so Right now, as I see it, they're kind of lacking in, you know, like, bringing, like, AAA games, you know, games getting pushed back. And it's just like, you know, I feel like I don't have that same experience I had with the previous console. Because last gen, you know, they were just delivering games like crazy. Like, I got mine late in 2018. And, you know, right now I'm currently working on those games like Infamous Second Son. I still haven't beat. Knack 2, still haven't beat. Days Gone, still haven't beat. So right now I'm just trying to do whatever I can to get caught up in order for me to, you know, get ready to play in games like Ragnarok. Um, like right now I'm currently playing um, Stranger of Paradise. Like I I'm just having a full mix. You know what I mean? Now, um, and back to what I meant to say, like the reason why I feel like they're going to be fine this generation because now nah, they just came with a with a duplicated subscription, which is called Spartacus. And me personally, I said this like these past prior days that, you know, once they announce that, it's going to be rumor. They're going to, they're going to make a big acquisition. Mm. That's my take. Mm. That's my take big time. Anything you guys want to reflect to that? 
Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll add to what we were talking about before. I feel like this console war, you know, BS at this point is kind of just like, it's old. Like, it's this is like, it's not really a, a console war, it's a content war. And seeing who can get the most content on their side, I guess you could say, is is really what the battle is over at this point. But I, I, I can agree with you, Sus. I think that the fact that you, that PlayStation adds this new PlayStation Plus subscription service is definitely, in my opinion, for any PlayStation fan that's like, looking to just have games to play it is it is a good thing right um i think it's a it's a great thing to have because now you can play more games you probably haven't been able to before but i'll do i will say this the comparison that a lot of people are making between like spartacus that do playstation plus tiers and game pass it's like it's completely different like they're a lot of people are saying that they're the competitors but you know, if you're comparing the differences, Microsoft's Game Pass is getting day one exclusives on this on the system, while Sony's is not. And I think that's already a difference. That's um astronomical one. You can make differences in prices. I mean, you, there's a lot of things that you can say here. And the recent news about it is still out in the water. They haven't really been given a lot of details about it. But one thing I'll say is that if you're a PlayStation fan and you're saying, "Hey, I want to I want to have something similar to Game Pass," I think the Spartacus is a good thing. But I will also say that it's not in the same level of what the deal, the bang for your buck that you're getting. And I, I can agree with you. I think Sony's fine. I don't think, I don't think now, there's any issues with PlayStation 5. You know you what I mean? Like, if I interject real quick? Okay. Now yeah, of course. To, and to where I'm going to go with this, when you guys say, you know, this console war BS, this and that, what this and Well, let me, let, me just, let me just break down to you guys. Console war is what made us gamers. Console war is what made us make the right choice for a gaming experience so me personally you guys may see it that it's not console no yes it's you know content and you know platform wars right but i feel like in order for you to play these certain games you need to buy the console now mind you now that we're going to see spartacus and game pass well game pass already been on pc but now we're going to start seeing spartacus come to pc I still feel that people still want to buy a console and still have that i that 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 mind that okay playstation better xbox better reason being because you gotta you gotta look at it like this money wise are you gonna spend 2k or 3k for a full full massive gaming experience pc or are you gonna spend 500 dollars or 300 dollars you, you know you, you get what i'm saying so it's like i feel like you guys could say console wars over with, but me personally, I don't think it is because I feel like PlayStation still gonna do the do the same, you know, keep things exclusive to themselves. Same as as Xbox. However, Phil Spencer, you know, he plans on you know making everything accessible to all platforms, which I think that may be a mistake. You know, it it it, it could sound good. It it may sound good, but later in the future, it may hurt consumers as like bro it's like it just to me it just doesn't add up it doesn't add up like how would it feel if you seen halo be played on ps5 how would it feel if you see um god of war be playing on xbox i, I, understand, it. I, 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 I understand i understand <laughs> that you know you're making it more accessible for other you know gamers to play but you got to look at it like this okay we got McDonald, Burger King, Chick-fil-A. I can't even think of any other burger place. Okay, how about this? We all work together. Let's all make the same thing. So basically what you telling me is you want a free thrift shop. Nah, man, the game where you can't do that. 
Now, one thing I'll say is that, like, what I think Microsoft is looking to do is just make as much money as possible, which means just get, yes, getting yes. people, getting yes. people to subscribe, getting people to join Game Pass would be like their glory to see like someone that that was a place a Sony guy saying, you know what, maybe Game Pass is a good deal. Let me buy Game Pass Ultimate or buy just regular good old, uh, just Xbox or PC Game Pass that's nine ninety nine, and they will just keep ranking in cash as much as possible. So I, I understand, and Juice says, I agree with you. I can't imagine seeing Halo being played on a Sony, on a PlayStation 5 console. I can't imagine it because I never thought that that would ever happen. But I could see Microsoft That's saying, you know what, let, let, me, let me put a streaming chip on your TV and you could just play the game right on your TV. See? I could see that. And, and that's what yeah. some of the people was telling me that, you know, okay, we will see that. And we will see that. We will see you know, Game Pass and, you know, Spartacus be playing on a Fire Stick. We will see that eventually, mm. but we would not see it on a console. It just doesn't look right. I'm sorry. It's never going to happen. Mm. We can't go that route. It's going to hurt us as gamers. Let me back step here on, on my, my, my opinion there for the console war. So the console war is happening. It has to happen because, like you said, progress must be made. Me personally... I'm over the console war. It's been, you know, been gaming for so long at this point, and everyone has has their own opinions on it. Doesn't matter. You're you're comparing apples to apples in in one hand, and then apples to oranges in another. Depending on how it is that you're playing this out, your 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 opinion is not going to change any. Now, you're you're right. If if Halo started being played on PlayStation, I'd be upset. Being an Xbox gamer, if God of War came over here, I'd be so excited. Because I'm all about that story. I want I want that, that detail. I played, my brother had a, a PlayStation 3 or whatever, and I played the, the God of War trilogy or whatever. I, I loved it. Oh. So when they said, yeah, there's another God of War that's like all Viking related, I was like, oh, no way. And I heard the story, and I was like, okay, I, I got to play this. But until uh, either I borrow my brother's console or I go over to a friend's place that has it, I'm never going to play the game. It's just not going to happen for me. So to, to, to experience the story, I would love it. But if I if someone told me that hey I'm playing Halo on PlayStation I lose my marbles I'd go, I'd go bananas. And I like I like I like what you said right there. Now, and I want to go back to when you when you mentioned uh, Montrealis and Ratchet and Clank. Okay. Like, and the reason why I say they they were gonna be fine due to the fact what I just didn't what I didn't agree to what you know Jim Ryan was planning on doing. Instead of making like, you know, consoles like the Series S console, but they decided to like make PS4s, like make more PS4s. Like, what's your what's your take on that? Because me personally, I felt like, and and this word this word goes back to when I said, you guys made the console in a rush. But what we don't know why. Because now I, now now with Spider Man Two coming out, you know you're going to need more console to have that particular exclusive have its own success so with that being said you're going to need those games those remaining games come on ps4 mm. so just get my general take of the fact that they're not going to they're going to keep selling ps4s basically so when i saw that that report about that i thought it was a it was definitely a tough pill to swallow for for jim ryan to have to come out and basically say yeah we're we're going to continue with selling ps4s when you looked at for the entire build up to PS5 release that they're saying everyone's going to be getting PS5s 
You don't need to have a PS4 anymore. Um, I thought it was a pretty big L to, to have to take on that because the fact that Siri, <laughs> I don't think they, I honestly, I don't think they thought that Series S was going to be as successful. And there are a lot of people that came out and said, why, why would they sell a $300 console when you're trying to sell a $500 console? And I thought to myself, I, I thought it was brilliant because now you're going to get people buying a, a crap ton of Series S's and all that 300 bucks is going to keep adding up. And you're going to get some fandoms like me. They're going to say, I want a Series X anyway. Look, and, I have one right here. Yeah. I'm looking at it right Yeah, now. man. I'm saying you get a Series X. I, I mean, I have a Series S because how cheap it is. And I'm saying, like, you know, at the end of the day, it's cheap. It's it's as much as getting a, a Switch console, and it has a higher power, way higher power than what a Switch can ever do. And the point is, is that language, you're, that's all it is, yeah, man. <laughs> and you're getting and and I thought it was a brilliant strategy because now you're gonna get those PlayStation guys who never played an Xbox game because they're like, well, I I can't pay. Five hundred dollars for PS Five and five hundred dollars for an Xbox console, but what if you have to pay only three hundred dollars for it? And now, mind you, right. this though, yeah. I'll interject. But hey, you're good. You're good. You probably heard about the FSR update that they're coming up with. You know, you mm. know what I'm talking about, right? Like, yeah, yeah. So I feel like the Series S is gonna last, like maybe. So you know how they came off the Xbox One X, right? And people were still playing yeah, yeah. the Series. I feel like this the Series, no, not the One S. That's what I meant. Yeah. I feel like the Series is going to last on, towards the end of the cycle. With this new mm -hmm. update, I feel it's going to last towards that cycle. Yeah, I, I can see that. And I, I think that that's why I think, like I said before, the, the issue that that Sony has was that they put all the chips in the basket that they would be able to sell all the PS5. Yep, yeah. Yep. They put all the chips saying that they're going to sell all these PS5s well easily and they didn't expect for obviously COVID to hit and all the shipping issues that there comes along with it. And now they have to sell PS4s. But what it tells me though is that their their plan was that they were saying that all the games are going to be exclusive to PS5 only, but that's not true. They, <laughs> they're coming out for PS4 too, which tells me that like saying that Ratchet and Clank can't be handled on a PS4 I don't really Straight buy that. Cap. I think that it could. And and I honestly like that I like I said I'm not hating on Sony. I just think that the big thing is like to be honest it's just it's a tough look. It's like no one no one here is saying and know what? I'm going to go buy an Xbox One. Like, no one is. No one's saying I'm going to go buy an Xbox One. They're going to buy a Series S because it it's a new gen. It's cheaper than buying a PS4 at the moment. And I think honestly, it's 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 a kind of a better look for for Microsoft because they planned for it. I think if Sony made the the digital ps uh, ps5 300 bucks that would be the smartest thing they could have done make that 300 300 and then you would have seen a, seen a more competitive because ps5 digital is the same strength basically as a ps5 with a with a disc and you would have sold it for 300 bucks or maybe sell for 400 like sell, sell it for a little bit 350 like sell for 350 bucks people would say wow that's a hell of a deal and they would buy that more, but no, you, you're only selling it maybe what for fifty dollars less. Like that's not that's not appealing. That's not like oh, I need to I need to get that. And I'm not saying that that's a hurting the PS5 sales because they're selling like crazy too. But like, I just think that Xbox is somehow they've found a way to climb back into that numbers list, and now it's like dead even when you're looking at total numbers of console sales. Like it's, it's impressive and. Like I said it's it's definitely an L. Like it, that was an L there, but you, you got it. But they'll be fine. Like even if that's the case, they're gonna be all right. It's not a good look, but they'll be fine. Now I have a question on that. Um, so you remember before the PS5 was going to be launched, they 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 had the list of games that was going to release in 2021, which was <laughs> I didn't even know how that was going to work, but I know they had to be delayed. I think it was Horizon, Ratchet and Clank, 
Ragnarok. I think those and, and in GT Seven. Um, uh, how do you think that would have? How do you think that would have been if that actually you know happened with these games? They all if they all released on that same year, like yeah. that say on the. Mm -hmm. like, like do you think? I, no. do, you think, do you think there's a do you, like do you see a difference from like why they did it and why they did not? Well, I think the big thing I kind of looked at was that one when they found out they couldn't sell as many PS5s, they probably said we got to delay, we got to schedule or piece this thing out a little longer. Now, granted, I'm not behind the scenes at Sony, but a part of me feels like Ragnarok was not ready to be released, and they, I think they knew right away that if this thing released this year, that it would look like trash. And I think that Horizon Forbidden West. I think was smart that they did that they delete it. Like I think delaying it that those like few months made it probably polished and it looked it looks fantastic. It's one of the, in my opinion one of the best looking games on the next gen so far. I'm putting that one up there. I'm putting uh Forza uh you know for uh, Horizon uh, Forza, Forza Horizon. Seven. Yeah, yeah uh, both. And Horizon like is Forza is like ten times like more oh, efficient man. based on the looks alone like. Yeah, just look on the and graphics by itself. Um, yeah. Since we're around the same age, have you ever played this racer game called Project Gotham and Sega GT 2002? Oh, I didn't play that one. Damn. I heard about that one, though. Damn. I heard about that one. What about Jet Set Radio Future? About played that one before. Oh, you played? Okay. Well, let me yeah. get back to what I was going to talk about. So, here's my <laughs> faults of PlayStation and what pissed me off. Okay, one was, you know, they released too early. Do you really think the them you know advertising the frame rates you know the haptic feedback was really necessary for the gaming community because i feel like that's why they're in this that's why they're in the boat that they're in right now like now they need to duplicate what microsoft is doing you know buying studios and you know coming up with subscriptions well you know what i think when you're looking at microsoft like as a competitor microsoft's doing that too like the teraflop the 12 teraflops like i don't think most gamers know what the heck a teraflop even is so no, you know when microsoft yeah when microsoft yeah <laughs> that's what i'm saying when microsoft comes out and says strongest console ever sony's got to respond and say well we're the fastest console ever so they got to give that balancing act between the two and i think i think in the long run when i heard the reports that that Sony, when they were looking at what, what Xbox was doing, and they said they, they got mad because they didn't know the full extent in which Series S, uh, Series X could do. Like, as in, as you update it, it gets better, mm -hmm. and it gets more, like, more processing power. And remember, back when PS5 was getting developed, they had to basically start from scratch. They had to basically, they had to cut everything back down and say, this is going to be too expensive for us to make, and we need to redo this entire thing. That was midway through the cycle. Like, well, while, while Xbox was already kind of had their deal set in place, they knew exactly what they're going to make. Sony had to recreate the entire PS5 all over again. And I can give them credit for the amount of time it took them to recreate the, the entire console. It still is a hell of a machine. Um, but I'll, I got to say, like, it, that was like the fault, I think, is that they had, a, like, I think you mentioned earlier, they had to rush through the cycle to get it out. And, uh, and then no they. Uh, it, it, but like you know what though? They could have waited because now you see these games were being played on PS4. Like they could have waited like maybe 2021. I, I could give them that or 2022. Yeah. But yeah, but you know what though? The big thing. I'll sorry to interrupt you, but it, my father, no. The thing is, I feel like at that time, after when Last of Us Two and Ghost of Shima came out, they were just hitting their prime. They were hitting their mm -hmm. prime. Like it was literally like, yo, like they're doing good. Yeah, yeah. They the having those two. I mean. 
that that year that uh, Last of Us Two and Ghost of Tsushima came out, they, I mean, everyone was like hyped. Like Ghost of Tsushima was a hell, was a great game. It's Last of Us Two was a, was a great game, and, and uh, you had. Oh, uh, listen, I, listen, I, I listen! I, I I did not finish that. No. Listen, listen, I'll tell you. Look, I I and think I, I it was. Your opinion though. Trust. Listen, I trust me. I I understand. I think Last of Us One is is a lot better. I think. In my opinion, I would have liked Ghost of Shima to win that game of the year that year. And it should um, have went. It should have yeah, went. And the I reason think, why yeah. I was so irritated about that, because I felt like, but it kind of made sense because, you know, the whole character development of, you know, Last of Us 2. And I felt like they just didn't want to pay attention to how far the game is to why, you know, when I said it takes two one game of the year because we already knew Ratchet and Clank was gonna be a beautiful marvelous marvelous game to mm. where like you know it's a next gen game same thing with Returnal but it was getting too repetitive yeah to why you know they, they weren't nominated for mm. the game of the year twenty twenty one Dude, I, there's a lot of the, the a lot of discussions about why, like who they should nominate and what are the criteria for it. But I agree with you. Last of Us Two had a lot of struggles because of the fact a lot of it was like a walking simulator for a good part. And there's a lot. I like some of the story aspects, but then there's just some boring parts. But I agree with you. Like there's a lot of things you could say there, but the kind of tag on that that the the release date of a PS5. The only reason why I think the PS5 came out the year it did was because Microsoft Series the Microsoft Series X, the Xbox Series X, was coming out that year and they needed to come out with something to compare it because having like let's just say PS, uh, sony didn't come out with a new ps5 that year they just rode with ps4 and microsoft came out with a series x i think they would have lost a big advantage and a lot of everyone would be buying series x's instead of buying ps5s and now people have to make a choice between series x or ps5 and at least make it competitive but i agree with you too like rushing it didn't have the games ready for it and at the end of the day, like how many consoles are you selling when you barely have any games? And I could say the same thing about Series X to a certain extent because they didn't have too many games that came out at launch because Halo was supposed to be the launch game, but clearly it wasn't ready. That upset and, a lot of fans, man. <laughs> like big yep. time. But also, I want to mention this though. Another fault that I want to say the issue with PlayStation, I think it's the it's the ponies. You know what ponies are? Yeah, I, I know what you mean. I think it's the fans. Like about. I feel like they're so hypocritical. Like. When Hellblade 2 was announced to be exclusively to Xbox, all PlayStation users came around, oh man, why we can't, no, no, listen, you guys had God of War, Final Fantasy, Horizon, Spider-Man, GT7, Little Bit Planet, Astrobot, I, uh, Uncharted, Ghost of Shima, you know, they have more IPs than Microsoft. Microsoft had a struggle with that, but now they improved with you know with that big you know purchase position, yeah. That they you know they recently got, however, still not finalized yet. So it's like, because I, I remember one time you know like this guy on Twitter like you know, I had to like you know sub to him like, look man, let me tell you something. Sony has a lot of IPs. Why not have everything be even? To where like the gaming, the gaming community could just be more and more competitive and more exciting because I feel like, like okay, we already know that yes, even though I'm repeating myself again, like you know, it's subscription war, this and that, but I feel like 
We just need to stop all the nonsense. Like, oh, yeah, we have all this. Oh, no, they don't have. All no, 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 no. How about we just. You know, we, you know, like, just like how the, the yeah, yeah. movie was like, you know, like mm. have a real competition. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like if, if it wasn't for competition. NFL basketball soccer like it would it would be too irrelevant for us you know what I mean like mm -hmm. no I got we you have, we wouldn't have any of these sports if it wasn't for a competition I feel you man and, and listen I like I said there's always like the two sides of the coin yeah I'll play devil's advocate there there are, there's gonna be like I guess you call them Xbox is that that's what the the, the what I guess the opposite of the ponies would be would be Xbox I get it there's gonna be sides on both sides of the aisle they're gonna say our console's better for these x reasons but i get it i agree with you i think the issue of people going over the top to defend anything on one side is a little is too crazy for me i think you got to be critical of your own group whether you agree or disagree i think just be be realistic i mean like i said i could be critical i could be critical of halo and say hey listen you guys have such good potential right you have such good potential but you're screwing it up by not doing a live service well i can be critical of, of xbox in that way then i can also say to sony and say hey listen these anti-consumer stuff that's going on where you're like charging people $70 per game and then you're barely giving them refunds or you're, you know, these, the subscription service is way too overpriced for what you're doing. Like I can say that and say, that's something to be critical about. I think it's being realistic. It's not saying that like I'm one side is ultimately better than the other. It's like you said, being equal on that and just being, allowing things to be competitive. Like I, I think that and you kind of mentioned this before, Sony develops really good IPs. They develop really Big good games and with inside, from yeah, inside their, inside their, in their, inside the developers. Microsoft does better job at buying and buying developers that make good IPs. And that's how they, that's how they're building themselves up. Like they have some already good, pretty good IPs that they developed on their own. But now they bought Bethesda, then they bought Activision, and now they're trying to see, hey, we'll, we're going to bring our own IPs by just buying them, and Sony's does it by making them. So guess what? They're both getting to the same table. It's just how they got there, right? And I, and like I think that that's like the thing. I like you mentioned it because I wanted to talk about uh, Bungie. What was your thought about the acquisition? Because I feel like with them, you know, acquiring that studio, the next it's not a real game... The next Destiny game, and I know it's not exclusive, you know, because, mm. you know, they even said it, you know, like, they they planned on, you know, making games multiplayer with that particular uh, studio. So, I feel like, me personally, if they come up with a new game, it should stay exclusive, but, you know, we, we already know it's not going to go that route, but what's your thought about that? And Oh, I... So, um, so when I'm looking at the Bungie acquisition, I mean, listen, as a long time, as a long time Halo fan, I kind of was like, oh man, seeing Bungie, you know, being exclusive now, uh, to, to Sony was a surprise. I mean, Bungie, I used to always see it as a Microsoft exclusive. And then when they finally became their own independent and then were bought, bought by Activision, it was, it was a surprise then too. But, and I, I honestly thought when they bought Activision, I thought that, I was like, wow, that isn't ironic. I thought that Microsoft brought Bungie back again, but I, I forgot that Bungie separated from Activision. Um, now, I agree with you, Sus. I think that if Bungie creates their own game, like a new game, it should be exclusive because at the end of the day, it's it's Sony owns it. But 
I, I'm not going to hate on them for making making it you know open to everybody because at the end of the day, it only helps the gamers, right? It means it helps the communities that can say, now I can play more than one Bungie game because you know what? I got to give Bungie a lot of credit. Destiny 2 started out with being like bottom tier and then now it got better. Like Bun Destiny 1 was like horrible and then it got better as time progressed. I got to give Bungie credit because now Destiny 2 is a w really well-played game. And I, I feel bad for anyone that would be playing Destiny 2 on Xbox and then not being able to play it. And I, I'll say the same thing about Call of Duty. You know, I think Xbox buying Activision, you know, you look at Call of Duty's player base, it's 70% Sony. So I can't imagine Man. being a guy that's only <laughs> playing Call of Duty and then like they buy it only exclusive. I think that would, if I was, a, if I was only playing on Sony, I'd be heartbroken because I'd be like, that's my game. And now I, I have to buy an Xbox. But that's why I think it's a smart move for, for Microsoft to make it cross-plat because now it's going to get brought to the government. They're going to vote on it. And I think they're going to say, well, they're making it cross-platform. I, I guess you can't really rag on, rag on them for that. And they'll, they're, they're going to prove the purchase, which is smart on Microsoft's part to do that rather than keeping it exclusive. And then that could hurt the whole deal anyway. So Bungie, listen, good for them. Hopefully they make another game that's you know another new idea. Yes, That'd be cool. A big time whole new idea. Hey, but um, Spartan, do you have anything to say? Because I want to introduce the guy hero who I've been, you know, you know, bothering for like days to get in one of my podcasts. Man, you got anything to say, Spartan? I'll weigh in. You go ahead and introduce, but I'll weigh in is after his introduction here. Okay, hero. So what we've been talking about was, what is your thought about PlayStation? Like, you know, like. Like, how do you feel like where it's going right now? Because after this, as far as part, the PlayStation, can you hear me all right? Kind of, kind of, you kind of sound all right. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Yeah, testing out like a new, new gear, it's not quite it's working good, just man. yet. Thank you. <laughs> but moving places, uh, yeah, so we're what I got for now. Uh, I don't know, the state of PlayStation right now is interesting. It's uh, I mean, very much in flux. I mean, a lot of their their upcoming titles have been based around. I mean, almost as rehashes of things they've already done. Uh, I mean, it's it's worked for the time being. I, I, I mean, I think I think the PlayStation base isn't going to deter from what they've already been doing. And a lot of people from the outside are still not. You know, I mean, gamers know what's going on, but just natural people that just pick up a game console here and there. I mean, are still buying PlayStation. They see the title, but I do think Xbox is making the right moves. I mean, they're they're. I mean, they're on pace that, I mean, by the next generation, they could be I mean, surpassing PlayStation in a lot of capacities. But uh, I don't know. I mean, I, it sounds like, I mean, Xbox still wants to make a lot of money, and they can make a lot of money by keeping the titles, uh, some deal through Sony to keep Call of Duty over there. I mean, because you could put every single game on Game Pass, and I mean, the true hardcore Call of Duty people are going to go over, and they're going to they're gonna find a way to get it. Um, and yeah, I'm sure you've heard about the deal that's going on between you know, possible trying to put Game Pass on other, you know, systems and not any systems itself, but like TV devices. Yeah. I mean, they're given true easy platform. I mean, you don't even have to own an Xbox itself. You can find an easier form in the future as long as they get you to buy a subscription service. Uh, they're they're going to get their way. Okay. Okay. Good stuff. Good stuff. All right, Spartan, you have something to say? Oh. So this is kind of, you guys can label this as the spiteful answer if you want, but. <laughs> When, hey man, we're going to be respectful with it, man. But what's up? Talk yeah. to me. When Bungie, when Bungie and Microsoft had their little falling out, they they left uh, Microsoft's, uh, I'll say, clutches for lack of a better word, right now. Um, you know, they wanted to take Halo with them, and Microsoft was like, "Nope, that's that's staying with us." 
So fast forward into the future now, Bungie comes out with Destiny. Destiny, I, I rather enjoyed the first game. I thought it needed a little bit more fleshing out, a little bit more to it. But I enjoyed it. And I said, okay, good for Bungie. And then I find out that they're giving all the exclusives to PlayStation. And maybe, again, that was sort of the finger to Microsoft. And like, you guys don't get this stuff first. We're going to give it all to, to PlayStation. Um, you know, then they turn around and now Destiny 2. Yeah, it's a, amazing. They're doing a really, really good job. The story is really well done. Um, the grind is, has killed me, though. I haven't bought any DLC for Destiny in a long time because of it. And then we now we get to these announcements of uh, you know different companies going to, to different uh, consoles for like ex- exclusive exclusivity and stuff like that. And uh, I'm thinking now, you know, Bungie Bungie w- was with Microsoft, and now they're gone. Um, the fact that PlayStation has them now, it's no it's no real loss. Nothing nothing has been gained uh, on on either side. Like they've already. They've already shown their hand. They've already been working more with PlayStation than they have with Microsoft at this point. So it's, it's, yeah, it was like, haha, that's kind of cool, but it didn't really phase me any in the sense that, oh no, like I'll never see Bungie again. You know, I'm still going to see it on Destiny if I ever pick up Destiny again. Any other platform, if it's exclusive to PlayStation and won't go to Xbox, oh well, I had my time with Bungie. Bungie's gone for my life at this point. You know, and I feel the same way too, man. I feel the same way too. But um, hero, I don't know if you can hear me, but um, is there any more information you want to put into like your thoughts of PlayStation, like you know, like the pros and cons before we move on to the next part where we're gonna talk about according to PlayStation. I don't think we can hear you. No, still, yeah. still nothing. Yeah, still nothing yet. Take your time. So listen, I'll I'll tag on while while Hero's uh, fixing uh, his mic and everything. I'll tag on what Spartan's okay. saying. Like I I, uh, I I agree with you that okay, listen, think... Bungie going. Oh, oh yeah, good. go ahead, Hero. Yeah, my fault, my fault, man. I ain't mean to do it. Oh, no, you're good. You're good. <laughs> you're good. Sorry about that. Yeah, I'm so I'm so I'm working through the tweaks as we're going. Uh. I don't know. I, I kind of missed a little bit of the first talk that you guys had about it. Uh, again, I, I own both consoles. I mean, I enjoy both very much, but I mean, I use my PlayStation specifically for I mean, pretty looking graphics and good story gameplay. Uh, but whenever it comes to anything third party or multiplayer, uh, social activities, uh, it's I go Xbox almost every time on that. Um, there's a lot more diversity going on right now. And I feel everything's just, I don't know, the connection is pushing that way. When it comes to uh, playing with friends and they're making it I mean, available in so many capacities that I mean, it's hard to ignore. I mean, I'm, I'm finding myself playing random games I never would have played before on Game Pass, uh, but we're having a lot of fun. I just jump on and play, you know, I don't know, Surgeon Simulator. I never would have thought of ever playing that, man. <laughs> I'm glad you brought up the graphics part, man, because there's something I have to disagree on. So I was playing Marvel Garden Galaxy on PS5, you know, one of the okay. most native 4K, you know, good looking frame rate performance. Tell me why I turn on Rage Tracing mode, you're playing at 30 frames, right? Yeah. And then it's not even just that. There was some point on the most powerful next-gen console, I was experiencing freezes on that game. Matter of fact. Stranger Paradise is not even a 
a next-gen game. It's a PS4 game. I'm sorry. No, not even a PS4. A PS2 game. So it's like I felt like they weren't even done doing what they needed to do. I'm sorry, but I just don't want to leave that out because I feel like there's so much that is so wrong that I just can't think right now because I just want to get it out the way I want it for you guys to hear where I'm coming from. Because it's like there's a lot that I'm upset with. You know what I mean? Okay, that's one I had. Why is it that we cannot plug up a random external or a ssd drive into our console like why do we need to get a specific one and then when we get that particular one it messes up your console matter of fact one of the, the one of the guest hosts who was supposed to you know supposedly you know he has some things going on i was streaming horizon forbidden west and that's what we're going to talk about after we get everything you know crumbled up tell me how he reads a tweet telling me that if you continue playing Horizon, it's going to jack up your console. A next-gen game jacking up your own console, bro? Are you serious? Talk to me, y'all. Talk to me. Oh, you're saying, like, that it's going to, like, what, make your console, like, bug out? I like, guess it's just too much. Like, uh... it was shut off, and then I, I can't remember uh, what it was, it... but it was just funny. Like, I'm sitting here thinking, like, I'll have to go and look at it again, man. But yeah, well, listen. All I know is that when the we first the game first came out, there was a lot of bugs that literally were like game breaking bugs. And, though, and then it took me a week. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, <laughs> me neither. I, I wasn't experiencing it, but I'll tell you that when I saw some of the bugs, like some of them were like a wipes out your memory. I was like, imagine you're playing this game that literally takes like tens and tens of hours to complete and the game just wipes out your memory i literally would like I, my my stomach would just turn you know what i mean like i i can't even imagine that feeling but that's a pretty it's 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 not a good look in the very beginning but generally i see the 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 i played the game completely i beat the game i didn't see any major bugs that really ruined the experience for me i thought it was uh it was a good game but i that is a kind of concerning if that if that's true you you saw that like if it does cause a lot of issues for your console that's not a good look you know oh. you you have a, a console that's like 500 bucks with ta plus tax and all of a sudden it could really screw up your console that'd be that'd be backbreaking um i'm sure we're going to talk more about uh, the game in, in general yeah. but yes. i i think yeah that would be a really bad look if that was you know if that was the case hero you have anything Spartan, you got you have anything now, I haven't played it yet, so I can't really speak for experience itself. I mean, that's a state of games oh, no, no, in general. No, no, no. Not, you know? Horizon, not Horizon, but like overall, okay. like what I meant. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, at least from what I've played, I haven't too much, but I mean, I've also kind of, when I do the research, I'd say, like, I'd say like Dying Light 2, where I, I mean, I've heard about the problems at times in general with different consoles. I mean, I, I know Series X performs better overall than my PS5 does when it comes to games. So I, I usually prefer. I pick up a game on that, but I mean, when it comes to games I played, at least you've seen me play, you know, the Uncharted Remastered series and um, Ghost of Tsushima, Final Fantasy VII remake. At least like those, like they look, they look good. I mean, they don't look good whenever I play my monitor. They look much better on a TV. Um, but I mean, it, it's the state of games itself right now. A lot of them, these games are being released with huge, huge problems, and it seems more recently, especially with PlayStation consoles, there seems to be quite a few issues in general with the I man that make the console and what's going on in these new games so i mean i've usually been pretty hesitant i waited a couple of weeks before i even think about picking up the game those bugs get figured out but i mean it's not it's not a good look it's definitely not a good look now mind you on this 
and I, I want to give credit to Sony of like what they're doing, like with their upcoming games, and, you know, just their games that has been releasing since 2020, you know, when the console, you know, officially was out. I like the fact that you was able to get a free upgrade. What's your takes on that? Listen, I thought, and, and I saw that Sony was charging you for upgrades. I thought that was one that, that really bothered me, to be honest. I, I, cause listen, Microsoft and, you know, we a lot. We all have both consoles for the most part. I know Spartan, you have an Xbox, but um, and you know people that have a PlayStation Five. The point is, is that Microsoft, your competitor, is giving free upgrades when you buy a game and you want to upgrade to the new console. Automatically, your saves will just transfer, and you're all good. You just play right on it, no problems. Especially if you have digital transfers easily. Sony, on the other hand, you have to pay like at least ten bucks to get an upgrade, like. That's just stupid. In my opinion, it's just like you're 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 already charging someone for a Man, console. You're look. charging you're charging money, and now you're gonna charge more just to get an upgrade that could hey, easily man. be done. And I'll give I'll give it a perfect example of myself. I I apparently like if you had purchased uh, Forbidden West just recently, you could have purchased Forbidden West on PS4 for and, sixty and bucks. I, I was gonna go there too, but not yeah, just that, six, bro. Not just that. Yeah. Though. I want to say something right quick because yeah, yeah, ever since good. when I had got my Xbox, right, and I was wondering why I'm having my recent loads on the game, smart delivery. You know what's so crazy about PlayStation? You have to subscribe to the PS Plus in order to cloud your 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 save data. You have to pay money, bro. While on the other side, you just get smart delivery for free, my man. <laughs> I just don't get that. You know what I mean? Like, I, you, I, I, I don't understand. Like, I I don't get that. You gotta go ahead, Spartan. <laughs> I was just saying that the, the, they're handcuffing themselves. Like, just uh, that's all I was, I was gonna say. Big time, yeah. man. <laughs> and then it's kind of funny. That. It's funny how. They really is they really assuming that we're gonna spend seventy dollars on a game. We could just buy the PS4 version. Like, yo, like that's what I got. I got the PS4 version of Horizon, man. I mean, I, the only the only PS5 version games I got was Paradise, uh, Guardian Galaxy, um, Alan Wake. Because, you know, I just wanted to have, you know, like some PS collection. But Dude, still, you, you saw us. you schemed the system, man. I didn't I didn't even know that until after the fact. I purchased the new version of for uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, uh, Forbidden West, and I literally looked back and like, oh, you could just save ten dollars. I was just like, I got it digitally, man. Hey, I'm trying like, to tell you, man, like, because I was asking my brother, should I get it physical or digital? He was like, get it digital. And then I looked at, it, okay, I'm only paying sixty dollars. Why would I pay seventy for a pit for a sticker, bro? For a white <laughs> sticker, no fit. It's just like it just doesn't add up, man. Like, I'm the man. Look, man. Anything you gotta you, say, hero man? What's up? What's up, Smarty? My fault. My fault. It, honestly, I'm, I'm just I'm just asking because here you're playing uh, Guardians. I'm I'm actually playing Guardians right now myself. And, yeah, I beat uh, that. I beat that a long time ago. I, I don't want to. I don't want to look back at. It, but what's up, man? How's the game for you, man? I, honestly, I'm, I'm enjoying it. But you, you said that there was a a section a, a level where the, your console slowed down. I'm just curious. Is it yes. level with the church? Yeah. Yes. So mine did the same. I have an Xbox Series X, and I was playing that, and it came very very hard for me to fight the enemies or whatever because i was getting really choppy and mm -hmm. it was getting kind of messed up and then towards the end it, it, it cleaned up a little bit but i yeah, uh I, yeah, found myself, yeah, I got that too uh-huh i was kind of happy because i was like you know what if they if, if this is happening on a console this powerful that means that the companies are out there and they're trying to push these new boundaries of of, of the graphics and stuff like that so i I just, I just thought i'd interject on that because i, I just thought it kind of interesting that 
happened on both our consoles. You said you played on PlayStation, right? Yes, yes. So, but uh, yeah, just just kind of interesting. So I'm I'm glad that that the companies are actually trying to use the, you know, however many uh, like memory and graphics that they're, they're really trying to use its full potential. And I feel like that's when we're gonna get the refresher consoles, like the PS5 Pro. We don't know what the the series comps gonna be called, you know, because how it went from Xbox One to Xbox One X. So it's like we don't know what that's gonna be called. But I feel like when once we get the refreshers, I think everything should be, you know, running smoothly, you know, with no errors. Even though even though I can't guarantee that yet, but you you, you guys know where I'm coming from. But in order to move on to the next part. So wait, I was gonna ask you, Sasha. What what does Hero think about? What do you think yeah, about yeah. the fact yeah, that you yeah. gotta pay? You gotta yeah, pay I was, more. I was right? gonna go to him for that question, man. <laughs> I was thinking about it when you were saying that. I was like, man, I, I think I did pay extra money when I. <laughs> I mean, I got I got the physical copies originally of Final Fantasy VII Remake and Ghost of Tsushima, but in order to get the PS5 version, I had to pay ten to twenty dollars extra just to get that. I mean, the seven dollar price point in general, I think, is ridiculous. Yeah, uh, I, I, I mean that's, I mean it's that's too much. We're already paying enough for the console itself, and to get an extra controller, all these other things. I mean, this is is ridiculous. Yeah, but hero, didn't you know that you know Jim Ryan said that it would hurt the 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 first party games if you did you can't charge if you charge a seventy it keeps them afloat. If you charge less than that, apparently it'll crumble the entire developer. I mean, you gotta charge them seventy guys. Hey, you know that's. Sounds like Sony's saying that, but I hear like the developers are sounding surprised every time seventy dollars gets put at a price point. They're like, we had no idea. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Going out there, but yeah, it's a little much. I, it makes me want to wait. I mean, a little bit more every single time. I'm like, I don't need that game immediately. I can wait a little bit. Let that price would drop. Now I can't do that. Nintendo, if they were to do that, it'd be screwed because they never drop prices. So no, yes, man. No, man. We we gonna talk about Nintendo another podcast, <laughs> man. But. Other than that, y'all, you guys have anything before we move on to the next part? Oh, man, I think we covered, we did cover a lot in that one. That was good. That was a good one. Okay, okay. What about you, Hero? You good? Or you ready for the next part? Yeah, I'm ready for the next part. Okay, so next thing I want to talk about, uh, I want to do a recap of Horizon Forbidden West. And I already know, I think, uh, Spartan and uh, Hero haven't played it yet, so I'm going to go right to Marsman. What was your recap mm -hmm. of the game, man? Uh, I generally thought it was a pretty good game. The issue, the biggest issue I had was the beginning. The first half of the game was extremely slow. It was like, like, like way too slow for a game that like had all this hype behind it. And I thought gen the gameplay was very good. The look of the game was phenomenal. And I, I, midway part of the game, there's a really good part where I'm not going to spoil it for anyone here, but the story gets more interesting. You get introduced to a new group and everything. It's cool. But the problem is getting to that point. A lot of people I talked to were like, dude, I'm, I'm just bored. I, I, it's the same stuff over and over. And I'm sitting there like, I listen, I was like, trust me. I played it. I played it. I understand. But once you get to that halfway point, it gets really fun. But that that's a flaw. You can't have a game that's slow, slow that you're playing. Like, I think the worst part about it is that conversations you have, just random people in the game can last up to like seven minutes. And you're just sitting there like, I'm talking to this person it doesn't mean anything and it's just i get me to the gameplay let me play i like playing this game it's fun but i'm talking to this random person for 10 minutes like i don't want to talk to this person anymore like sometimes you feel like you don't want to do side missions because you know i got to do a 10 minute conversation that doesn't mean anything i i like the game it, over if you cut down the conversations the game would be even better 
but it just felt like the game was dragging out with just content dumps. They're just throwing content dumps constantly. It's just, just too much. Like just make it like just play gameplay. You know, it just it, it, the gameplay alone was was great. There's some other things I want to put to that. So mm-hmm. my thing was yes, it it started off really slow, big time. Like you just with you know I ain't gonna like you know disclose of the full blown thing, but you know what I'm talking about, right? So it's like. I felt like they could have done much better than what they did with this one because we had to wait almost two years just to play this one, right? And, you know, they overhyped it too much to where, like, I'm just sitting here like, bro, do I really have to waste sleep just to finish this game so I can move on to the next thing? Because, bro, yes, I was getting bored. And to be real with you, when it comes to open world games, I do not have time to do all these side quests because it's like like someone came to me and told me oh side quests it's like it's like extra stuff that's going on in the game i don't care i just want to do the main story and just get out man i don't have time for that i do not mm. so things that i liked about it was that you know the whole you know development where you don't know, like with the characters you know meeting these you know these individuals and you know those you know, you know what I'm talking about. Like there was some, yeah. there was like there was like some romance, and then you know some, like there was some good parts, some bad parts. You know, I, I don't want to say the full information because you know these two need to play. They need to play. You know, yeah, <laughs> true. Playing it, so like, um, I, generally you know, I thought you saw. Yeah, it was a good game. I I thought it was. A, I I and I recommend it, man. It's a good game. I say people should go play it. I think it sets the next installment or whatever it's a DLC or next game entirely. It sets it up to be very, really interesting. And like I said, I just wish that they made the entire story more full with that rather than like halfway, the second half of the game made it feel super like important. The first half was like a review. It felt like it was just a, I was watching a review of Zero Dawn and I was like, listen, I played that game. I know what happens, you know, just let's just get to the new story now and it felt like it looked got a little too long for that um but generally the gameplay was good i like to be the movement mechanics were really fun and and, and nalo is a good character now, so I, i'm not gonna be mad at that yeah. i did like the whole you know the, the whole upgrades and abilities that you were able to do in the game but i felt like yeah. you know it was getting too repetitive if, if you felt that way so that's why i was just like man look this is one of Sony's top AAA games. I could feel the same way with Ragnar when that comes out. It may feel that way, but they're they're both two completely games. You know what I mean? So it's like mm-hmm. none of those games to me. So let me ask you this: Do you feel like Horizon has a chance to be nominated as Game of the Year? I think so. I think uh, when you're looking at the game so far, right, you're thinking about, if I'm, if I'm looking at the games qualifying so far up to date, you're having Forbidden West, getting Elden Ring, you're, I mean, Halo right now, I don't know, it may be, but it doesn't have enough content. That's the only reason why, like, at the moment, yes, but if God of War comes out, that will be at another spot, you're going to get uh i don't know another game i think the fact that breath of the wild 2 is being delayed means that there's gonna be another open spot available i think halo could meet be be there if season two and season three land exactly the way they wanted to then i think it could land in the top six of the game of the year contenders but 
where I I I want to do a bold take or anything, but I feel like Elden Ring would be the number one is number one right now mm-hmm. because of the hype behind it mm-hmm. and the fact and, that and everybody's playing off. it. It actually paid off, but yeah. but to respectfully disagree on that, like I I just can't, mm-hmm. I can't put Horizon on there because you know we still have games like Redfall, um, Starfield. Elden Ring. Mm-hmm. We already we already know Ragnarok's gonna be nominated, but I, we already know it's gonna yeah. get Game of the Year. And there's some other games that I can't think of the top of my head because you know, you know, I was this whole week, you know, I was paying attention on the PlayStation, you know, side. So it's like, I don't know, like it's just like there's so much to think about, like how Horizon mm-hmm. will even be in that mix. You know what I mean? Because it, listen, it, it, yeah, it was a, I, good, I agree it was a you. good game, but it was just too repetitive. Remember what I had said? I thought Ratchet and Clank was going to get it because it was the next gen game. It turned out that it made sense why it takes two one because Ratchet and Clank, all you're doing is upgrading, you know, doing all the same, you know, combats. You know what I mean? And that's how you're not. There was some type of upgrades on the combats in Horizon, but. It later got too repetitive, you know what I mean? Like, I get you. I and the reason why I say that is because, like, I think the hype usually brings games to the table. You yes. know what I mean? To a certain degree, yes. you know. And and then like I, I like for example, if you look at Metacritic score, I mean, I, I'm sure I was you heard Metacritic. Metacritic gave it a oh gave it eighty seven, like an eighty seven yes. around that, like an eighty seven, eighty eight. And generally, I think Metacritic eighty seven, eighty eights are pretty good. And that's why, like, I say I put Halo Five, uh, Halo Infinite on that list because it is an 87 too. And I'm saying if Her- Forbidden West is going to be nominated for game of the year, then technically that means that Halo Infinite would be nominated because the fact they're on the same level of, of scores, overall critic scores. And that's why I'm like, I'll make that comparison. And, you know, I, I agree with you. God of War will be on there. Elden Ring will be on there. And if Starfield lands on its feet, because that's another very hyped game for coming up this year, that will be on the list. I think Breath of the Wild 2 being delayed means that there's going to be one secret game that comes out out of nowhere. Like, I and I think, something? yeah, you'll see, we'll see what happens. Listen, man. I just, bro, it's like, I know Starfield's, like, I know this is a PlayStation, you know, podcast, but I, I just know when Starfield hits, you just, you just can't even imagine how many Series S is going to be sold out? Which is why I feel like that's that's another reason why they will, you know, be nominated as me Because of Starfield. Everybody's so hyped for, for what we don't know why. My sister's friend, like, she was, you know, like, I think for what she told me was that she's been waiting that game for, like, seven years. I don't know. Like, how do you know these games, bro? How? <laughs> like, where was I? You know what I mean? You was hyping mm-hmm. this game for seven years. <laughs> seven like, years, man. Like, come on, man. <laughs> but other than that, though, do you see any improvements that they will do in the next sequel of Horizon Forbidden West? Um, I think my big thing is that it feels like her, uh, for um, Forbidden West looked like they were trying to copy Witcher three wild hunt with their conversations you know like how they would talk with somebody then they have a conversation wheel and then they, you can pick what you want to say they need to improve on the conversations and the impacts it has on games i think they have a cool concept that they have a lot of npcs they have a lot of great voice voice work a lot of good looks at the game 
they need to add on like impact, like things that you do, things that you'd say will have impact on the game. Cause you look at the best open world games and you mentioned this before you saw us that things feel repetitive, right? And you need to find ways to make it not repetitive by basically having your decisions that you make on those side missions impact either the main story or at least it make things change up based on what you, what, what path you take. I feel like when you do that, it makes the game replayable and makes people want to like try out different things, try out different paths. And I, I, I think that would make the game, the next installment way better because you're following in a page out of one of the best open world games ever. And that's the Witcher three, right? The, the way they made that game was nearly perfect. And it got a 10 out of 10 on I most games. Game, you know? I got time oh man. That game, game is long, but I, I damn, know. that's a great game. That's a great game. Man. <laughs> but I like that, man. I like that recap uh, thought you had. Um, so the next thing we're gonna talk about is, ooh, I, I'm I'm gonna enjoy talking about this, man. Spartacus, what are you guys' thoughts about that, man? I think I'm gonna go with um uh, Spartan first, since your name kind of sound like Spartacus. So Spartan, what's your thought about Spartacus, man? <laughs> I'll be honest, I never heard of it until you mentioned it there today. <laughs> well, yeah. supposed, yeah. it's all good, man. Supposedly, it's like a a somewhat duplicated game pass, but it's only for Sony. Sounds it's, it's like... like it, it's kind of like a... Uh, uh, you would say they... I, I thought they would come up with a better name than just saying PlayStation Plus again. I thought... You, they should just call it Spartacus. Like it's technically the rename. They're just rebranding PlayStation Plus to be a mixture between an online subscription service plus getting games on demand that you can play. Like so, it's it's a comparison to what Game Pass is, but now it combines the services of online with having a game games on demand type of thing. And they have three separate tiers. So like each tier gives you certain things that you have. And then it's different varying in pricing. So that's basically how they look at it. Like, I know Game Pass basically has Game Pass, which is just the Xbox Game Pass, which is $9.99. And then Game Pass Ultimate, that's $14.99. It's like they have now three tiers with each one doing a different thing. But it's like, like Usa says, it's only for Sony. Uh, yeah, it sounds like they're trying to play catch up to something that Microsoft already did. I mean, <laughs> that's not... Not, not, not to throw shade at them or whatever. I mean, I, no, I think good, these. Are some, you, you need, right? um, you, you need, uh, the, like speaking personally from Game Pass. I mean, Game Pass was something that I kind of wanted, but now, but when I first came out, I thought it was trash. I, I had to wait till some of those better titles got out there. Uh, Spartacus is coming out, and the titles are going to be, you know, the AAA titles and whatever else. And I mean, it's going to be off to a good start. Uh, but see, that's that's the problem, Spartan. You're smart. You're thinking if those games come out right out of the gate, right on Spartacus, that'd be a big deal. But they already said that it's not going to come out of the gate. As in, you, they'll have on-demand games, but you still would have to pay the seventy bucks for those brand new IPs. Like, so it's not like Game Pass where they give you the brand new games right out of the gate. Like, it just gives you to right on Game Pass. It's going to be like you guys mentioned earlier. Yeah. So no, if that's the case, I mean that they're they're kind of defeating the. Again, they're handcuffing themselves. Microsoft is already offering this these services with Game Pass. Not not that I would expect PlayStation to you know follow the lead or whatever, but you, you think they want to do something that makes it more tangible, make it so like, oh yeah, if you guys stick with PlayStation, we're still going to be competitive with Game Pass. So I mean, I don't know. Uh, like good, 
again, good on PlayStation. I it it it, it could help out in the long run, but I mean, if you're not going to tend to these small services, like I don't know, maybe once a month, like oh, here's a AAA title that released this month. You guys can play it for like a week or something like that. Like I don't know, I offer something like that just mm-hmm. to make it worth it. Then uh, like, I I I don't I don't know, man. Hey, man, but I was good. Uh, that was it. That was it. Yeah. What, what, uh, Hero, what do you think about yeah, that? that what do you think about Spartacus? And what, I mean, part of what you said, I mean, if, if they don't offer the first party IP of games, I, mean, I don't see how it can succeed. I mean, you're asking to pay extra money in different tiers. Um, and it sounds like a cool concept overall. I guess if you're a PlayStation person, why not? But if, I'm, if you're trying to sway people over from other sides, like it's not doing anything for me. I, I'd still stick with Game Pass knowing every single first party is going to be they right away and they also they're very backwards compatible friendly i mean all the original titles are going to be on there but if, if they're not going to do that then it's really just not worth it in my opinion I mean, you might get some good games but i am paying still that and 70 bucks Oof. yeah that's the yeah that was the thing i looked at man i i felt like I, and I said this use house before like if you're if you're a sony fan and you're saying i i wanted a game pass com- comparison this is going to be good for for some things not everything but some things will be beneficial for but if you're going to make a comparison between this and game pass it's not really much of a comparison because game pass gives you games on release and it gives you un- unlimited downloads so you can download to your console like apparently based on everything i'm researched about this uh, playstation plus and the three tiers you have to pay for the highest tier to basically get some downloadable games not everything's downloadable so like that means you have to stream it sometimes you're streaming it and that could be the latency can be off and all of a sudden you're playing a game like a second half a second late and all of a sudden like how fun of a game experience is that and now granted i think that i, I have to really look at the details like i, I want to see it when it finally releases and whether the reviews about that but i think that that is definitely a really tough point to sell on like to say like yeah you know what our competitor gives you games on release but we won't do that. We'll, you'll still have to pay 70 bucks, and you can play some PS3 games on download if you want. Like, that's not necessarily, like, a good look. Like, I, I, I could do that on Game Pass for free. Like, uh, not free, but you're paying for the subscription, and you're, I can download any Xbox, Xbox game and play it, download it on my console. I can play Banjo-Kazooie on Rare Replay if I want to, and it would be fine. You know, I don't have to stream it. Like, you know, that's that's an issue. Uh, like, you know, and, and like, granted, you know what? I might I might end up getting PlayStation Plus with uh, you know the tier to see how I how I like it. But you you really have to be smart with which price point you're doing because they have like uh, just use us. I'll tell you the price points for the highest one is monthly seventeen ninety nine. It's a, you can play it quarterly for forty nine ninety nine or play it yearly by one nineteen ninety nine. So like. You're making your smart money making decisions here. You're gonna have to pay for the yearly because if you pay for the monthly, you're paying 215, 216 bucks a year if you're paying by monthly. So you're gonna have to pay it yearly. And like, what if you don't like the service? I mean, then like you just wasted basically 120 bucks on something that you didn't really necessarily like, you know? So was this your your take of Spartacus? Mm-hmm. Uh, was this your full take? Okay, because see, here's my take on it. We just need to relax. We need to relax. <laughs> and let me tell you why. Because it was the same way Game Pass subscribers were like back in 2017. I thought it was trash. Well, I didn't think it was trash. I thought, it, well, yes, I thought it was trash because I couldn't afford it. You know, I already had Xbox Live. Why do I need to pay Game Pass when I felt like me using Xbox Live Gold, I could just get the games for free? Why do I need to pay just to play the game free? And then when I'm done with it, 
they go away. You know, they disappear. So, me personally, with Spartacus, again, I feel like we need to relax because, you know, it takes time for it to grow. It literally took 2021. I mean, well, I subscribed back in, well, yeah, 2021, late 2021. And I start seeing the growth of it, you know, being, you know, where it's at right now. You know, a lot of people just talking about it everywhere. But Game Pass to me personally is good for any games from what I what I what I research. Now with Spartacus, you know, we're gonna we're gonna have you know options to play, you know, like you know, one of the dope, you know, you know, retro games, one of the most iconic games, and you know, possibly PS4 and PS5 games. Now, mind you, uh, I had mentioned in chat that, you know, once they announce what Spartacus is going to be, they're going to buy a studio. And I know they are. You know, it, today's April Fool's, you know, they, they, they talking about they bought Konami, you know, uh, from software. Look, just give it some time, y'all. That's all, that's all I got to say. But you saw, so which one do you think it is? I was going to ask. What do you think? Which, which man, company do uh, you think? Only if I knew how much money they have, I wanted to be Square Enix. I wanted. To I be thought. Square I Enix, thought that too. But but hold on, right there. You remember Jim Ryan said we need ten life service games. So it either has to be EA, Capcom, or Ubisoft. Oh, I, money for do this. Say yeah, I was gonna say, say, I, say, yeah, say the game, money. Bro. I don't. I don't think they had the money for two of those. Because hmm. like EA, EA is worth, I think, the same amount of money that Sony is currently, and Ubisoft is close to that. I think something like, like you said, you saw Square Enix. I could see that happening. I could see, I could see Konami. I think Konami would be smart because then they they own Metal Gear Solid. They can they could remake all those and make it's a crap ton of money. Enough, I know though. I'd buy it. It's not enough though. They need, bro. Like compare Activision with Konami. Think about that, man. They need more than that. Trust even, me, I know what you're saying. Even Capcom, I don't know if it'll be enough too. That would still be well. Capcom, they have Street Fighter, they have Resident Evil. There's some other games they have. I just can't think of the top of my head. Uh, the other reason I say Konami, because like I don't think Sony has the money that can match a, a buy but that then, I that Microsoft did with Activision. But I think that they could be strategic and get like big time IPs. Like I Konami would be smart. You buy Metal Gear Solid, you yeah. recreate, you remake that series from the ground up. I, you're telling I would buy all of those games again. Those are so such good games, and they're Sony like they, they were the face of Sony. Metal Gear Solid was the face of Sony for so long. You know it makes sense. And I'll I can go see there it with that because we never know how the next. But isn't Silent Hill on there too? Silent Hill. Silent Hill is also part of Konami too. Yeah, you know so, that's what I'm saying. Like they, everyone, they keep teasing possible Silent Hills and Metal Gear Solid remakes. I'm like, you know what? You buy Konami, Sony will most definitely do that. Now, what's your guys' take of when Spartacus comes to PC? How how you think they're gonna do on that front? Now, me personally, uh, I'm not gonna buy Spartacus because ever since you know I joined the Game Pass crew, I just want to stay Game Pass. Like, it's like every time when I boot up my Xbox, bro. It's just I'm just looking at my my library, well the catalog, and then you know my my library. Like bro, I I literally have Back for Blood, 
tune in. And it's just like, yo, like, this thing is so beautiful, man. Like, Game Pass, okay, I see you, you know? Like, me personally, I want to buy my game. You know what I mean? I want to buy my mm. games. Mm. Here, do you want to go first on this one about uh, Spartacus on PC? And... Uh, I mean, I feel like it's the only route they can go to have future success. I mean, Xbox is very smart to offer everything they could from both sides. And they've had even some options with PC. Only the PC has the still the largest database of users of but even more than consoles, even though we talk about consoles all the time. And I have this, I mean, there's a, a huge player base to reach there. I mean, if you want to have any hope, you got you got to put your games out there on PC too. Yeah, I think it'd be smart. I think, to be honest, like, you, you know, Microsoft has been doing that for years and it's been paying off because when they finally release games at the same time, PC and on the console, people buy them like crazy. And I think that Sony needs to jump, needs to join the party. And I think, honestly, the people, the, they always joke around the master race of PC always wins at the end of the day because they always have the every game, every game company wants to get their game to PC because, like Hero said, it's the largest base of players out there is PC all across the globe. about you, Sparta? What you think about that uh, Spartacus coming to PC and what success do you think? Oh, how do you think? Um, I'm listening. It's well, I mean, it's going to be like a direct, a direct competition with Game Pass because Game Pass already exists mm -hmm. on PC. I mean, it's not like Microsoft has ownership over all PCs in the world. I mean, you got like the other, uh, like Apple and Linux, whatever else, right? So, I mean. It's not like it's. It's not like Microsoft can set up and say, "Now you guys can stay away from me." It's uh, again, it's it's it'll it'll be competition, and I think again, you're gonna see people gravitate one towards one over the other just based on what you get for it. I mean, I, 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 I get Game Pass Ultimate. I have access to my PC, and and you know, like you said earlier, if I play games on Xbox and then. I go away somewhere like for work, or whatever, bring my, my PC with me, my laptop, and I can play those games while I'm gone. Don't and my console can stay right here, which is great. So now Spartacus is kind of doing the same thing. Maybe people will consider it because well now people can leave their PC at home and if they have to go away for work, well now they have their PC and they can play the games there, no problem. So I mean it, it, if you're if you're a diehard PlayStation fan, then yeah, you're you're gonna probably get Spartacus and you're probably gonna play it on PC if if you can transfer your games that way. Man, I want to talk about the shenanigans about, you know, these somewhat things that uh in the future we're gonna get Game Pass on PlayStation, Spartacus on Microsoft. Reason being, you know, these guys said that is because they feel like no, me personally, well, me and, you know, Lake Show, who's supposed to be the host. We believe that these guys want games for free. Do you do you see that in the long run? Like, do you do you feel like game is going to be the same as Spartacus and Game Pass were to, you know, come to both consoles? To be honest, I really don't think that's going to happen. Thank I mean, you. I, 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 I think... Say it out loud, please, <laughs> and thank you. I, I don't think it will happen because, I mean... I, I know that the main goal of both Microsoft and Sony is to get as many is first of all make as much money as possible. Yes. I mean, it's getting as many people to subscribe to their 
to their streaming service. Um, but I don't think the each opposing like company is going to allow their competitor to allow to have their streaming service on their platform. I don't think Sony will allow Game Pass to be on their console. And I don't think that Microsoft will allow Spartacus or PlayStation Plus to be on their console. And I, at the end of the day, the whole goal is to try to get as many people subscribing to their streaming service and playing their games. So I think, to be honest, the battle is going to be over who can get their streaming service to be played more on PCs and who can will buy it more on their TVs. Um, and may, I, I, I don't even say Switch because Switch can't even handle the games anyway. But the point is, is that I think it's TVs on PCs and just getting as much people on their console as much as possible having that streaming service. Because you um, know what's crazy uh, yeah, about that, man? There was something that I was reading and it was about, okay, these AAA games get released on console, right? I'm talking about PlayStation, right? Uh, once it gets, you know, once the price, you know, starts to drop, they will sell it full price on PC. You already know people's going to buy it on PC. So I feel like that's where Sony's going to get their money from. Now, going back to what, you know, again, what those shenanigans were like trying to tell me, you know, okay. They were saying like, instead of, you know, Sony and Microsoft, you know, you know, trying to have a deal with, you know, you give us some of your game so we can give y'all Game Pass. But I guess he tried to switch the goalposts by saying, okay, look, how about Game Pass just come to them? I think it's a challenge. I think uh, so. Like, Bill Spe- can you specify? He's, sorry? Can you specify? So, like, Phil Spencer, he's all the time saying, oh, games play gas, uh, best on Xbox. Well, you know, if if you get uh, the the PlayStation games on there, I think you'll be like, yeah, sure, we'll, we'll, we'll put your subscription on here. And then when the games play best on Xbox, I mean, that might move, move the, the fan base a little bit more. Especially if on the Xbox, I can still play the PlayStation games. Xbox is going to have to get a cut of Spartacus or whatever, and vice versa. I mean, if, if Game Pass goes to PlayStation, there'd have to be a cut that goes to both parties at, at that time. And see, so, and that's the thing where it kind of seems like what Phil Spencer is trying to do is like, I need to own all you guys. But again, then you lose your competition, right? So a lot of guys yeah, wouldn't yeah. want that. Exactly. I think I think it let it happen. Exactly. You know, because like I asked several people, you know, like, do you see in, in, in the future that where we're going to start seeing Halo on PlayStation instead? They straight up just said, Don't no. they straight oh. up said, no. you know what I mean? So it's like, no, like that's not happening. That? Yeah. Let them know. Well, what if it's what if it turns into something less like here's here's Game Pass, and we're like, here's Game Pass for PlayStation, and it'll be missing these titles that, you know, Microsoft doesn't want to give up. Like, Microsoft's not, not going to want to give up Gears of War, Halo, or any of those other games, just the same as I'm sure PlayStation would want to give up, like, God of War or, or Zero Horizon. They'd want to keep that on PlayStation and make people want to get a PlayStation to play that game. So, I mean, mm-hmm. there's no reason why you still can't have your subscription service on someone else and limit what you can do on that console. Like, that's always a possibility, right? Well, I can see where you're going with that, but it, it can only, to me, it seems like it'll work if they're only doing it for their, like, their third-party games, indie games. 
But when it comes to like their triple A games, nah, man, you gotta go get their their console because I feel like you're missing the experience of their company. You know what I mean? Like Sony, you know, like the haptic feedback, you know, the turning on, you know, the UI, uh, Microsoft, you know how, how it starts up, the UI. I feel like putting everything in one box just wouldn't make sense. Like, 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 let's like let's go back to what I was talking about. Burger King, Chick-fil-A, uh, churches. Let's all work together. You know what I mean? Like it just no. Some people like to have their things separate. But so it's less it's less I'm getting my my Xbox games on PlayStation and more like here's a teaser of the Xbox games, but you can't have the whole thing by an Xbox. You'll still do it separate. Yeah. But that's the only reason why I would say I wouldn't think Sony would even allow that. You know what I mean? Exactly. They, I think they, I think Sony would be like, this is like promotion to try to get other people to buy your console. And I think Microsoft would say the same thing if Sony was trying to do the same way the other, uh, put their Spartacus on their, on their streaming, like on their console. It'd be like, this is just promotion. You're trying to get people to look at your games and say, I wonder what they're doing there at Sony. And then I'll buy a PS5 and then. I, I think they realize, like, as much as this, and I use us, I agree with you, as much as everyone's out in the open, like, oh, this is a gaming community, we're working together, they're still competitors. Like, they're still yeah. because they're look at it like for this. games and everything. Look, look at it like this. Someone had told me for Resident Evil Village, Sony begged Capcom to not put it on Game Pass. Right? Um... It was a struggle for years, for years, for Sony to finally make up their mind to cross-play with Microsoft. So what makes you think if Sony was to acquire Activision, how do you think it would have seen now if it wasn't for Microsoft to do it? They would have been mad stingy on it. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I, I, I just think that the the they're still competitors. As much as they're going to say they're going to agree, they're they're still competing, and I don't think they'll let each other have their own services on their opponent's you know store. You know what I mean? Like I don't think that's going to happen. Um, I I can full on see a content war over who uh, whose TV will stream more Xbox or Sony games, whose uh, PC will stream more xbox or sony games like i think that's where the battle is going to be on and seeing who how many pcs can you get to play your games but in my you, opinion but let me ask you this mm. i like that you said that you know which game is going to be playing more on tvs and this is why i still believe console war will still exist because we already know consoles you're playing the full game you're paying playing the full game you're not playing streaming like you need internet to play the game. You're playing the full game. You're having the full experience. So, I just had this thought I was going to say, but because I got to rethink that. But you guys can carry on, man. I got to figure that out, man. <laughs> I was just say for like the hardcore gamers, that's true. But, man, we live in a world that's I mean, dominated by mobile gaming honestly, in a lot of capacity. And so, I mean, cloud gaming may be a real, real thing. I mean, you just put an app on a TV and you just have a controller or something that's sticking to your TV. I mean, a lot of people will buy into that as far as the common, I'd say, gamers go, as far as people that are just very casual. 
players who just want to play. I mean, the basic games that they hear about that'll go too deep. Uh, mm-hmm. So I'm curious to see how how that goes. But it's gonna be kind of like the streaming war. Hey, what channels am I gonna get when I have on my Roku? I mean, I have to choose. Be wise. I want to choose ones that has the best content. Um, so I'm, I'm curious. Uh, this is what I was gonna go back to. So there was a video I was watching, and from what the guy said was that with these two companies, there's still gonna be competition. But for this generation, Xbox already wins. And and I, I'm riding with that. Xbox wins. I want Xbox to find... Like, I want to actually see Xbox, you know, hold a trophy and say, yeah, we did this. Because remember, when the 360, you know, that 360 era, you know, with the whole red ring of death, we already knew 360 was killing it. But they had to pay all that money. Like, so, like, they sold a lot of consoles, but they had to pay back all that money. For all the for all the issues that they had at that time, but right now, I don't think they need to do any of that. They gonna get their money, mm-hmm. big time. Yeah, you know, yeah, and I, you says I I can agree with you. I think that the I I like it when game when this is gonna be competitive. You know, I like seeing that Microsoft and Sony are are neck and neck. You know what I mean? Like that was when the best. That's like when the best gaming happens when everyone is competitive. You're seeing each group trying to one up the other by having a better game or better, you know, better service. And I think, like you said before, I don't think Sony's having an issue. I think as much as PS Plus, everyone's ragging on PS Plus, this new tier system. I think once they find out pretty quickly that this tier system is not as good as they think it is, and they're going to readjust it and try to match it closer to what Game Pass is, that's going to be when the consumer, that's when the gamers are going to be in a happier day because now they'll see two good game uh subscription services out in the public and i think we're all going to benefit from that so i can agree with you i at least, like i said i like seeing competition i want to see sony and microsoft microsoft go one a mano a mano for the entire cycle because that just means that we all get better product at the end of the day yes yes yep 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 uh in here you guys any, have anything to say around that before we move on to the Supposedly the last topic. Last uh, I did have something, but it slipped oh, say, my mind. So say, say, think about it. Just think about it. We'll give you time. What about you, hero? And I had something too. I'm, I'm thinking. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but yes, yeah, back to the whole Spartacus thing, you know, and me personally, like I said, I'm not going to, you know, you know, fully, you know, put my intention to it because I'm already engaged with Game Pass and now I want I want to I want to see how that what it leads to and I know it's going to lead to success with my gaming experience with my my streaming content. So it's like me personally, I will still prefer to buy the games, PlayStation games because I feel like me buying PlayStation games feel like like I'm buying DVDs, you know what I mean? But with Microsoft, you know, like I'm playing digitally you know, like, like on PC, you know, Overwatch, Outriders, and then on the console, Fusion Frenzy, uh, Blink's Time Sweeper. So it's like, I feel like I'm, I could put much time on Game Pass, but it's just Halo's just distracting me like crazy, big time. Yeah, dude, like, listen, I might, I, me personally, I, I probably might get the PS Plus, like, it's out in June. I'm gonna get it. I'll, I'll try it out. Let me know how that goes. Yeah, I'll. Yeah, I'll. 
I feel you. I try it out because you know what? I have I have PS Plus anyway, just a regular tier for online. Mm -hmm. I'll buy the year a year of it, and then I'll see what they have available for it, and then I'll test it out and see how I like it. If I don't like it, then I just I'll just get the a basic, most essential tier at the very bottom, the cheapest one possible. Because like you said, I think Game Pass is something that I when I, I at first when I first saw it, I was a little weary. I was like, I don't know if I'm really gonna like this. There's not a lot of yeah. games on here, and then. Once I saw they started putting exclusives, like the for day one exclusives, I was like, I got to get this thing. I got the ultimate, and now I'm loving it because now I'm playing on console. I have it on my PC, and now, like I think Spartan said this before, I can play this anytime, anywhere, and that's such a convenience. Like That's such a good thing to have, and I'm loving it. So I want to test out Sony's. I want to see what they have and what they bring to the table and then go from there, you know? Now, did they say we were going to be able to play, like, PSP downloaded through PS5 games downloaded? They did say that you could technically, if I'm looking at my, my research here, you could play, download, uh, there's 340 games from the PS1, PS2, PSP, uh, PS3, you could, you could download. I think PS3 you have to stream or something like that um something weird like that so technically all those ones ps1 ps2 and psp you could download ps3 you have to stream it which means that they could it's online it's only online that you could stream those games now, um mind you on this though yeah. i mean there's certain games that i would like to replay on ps3 but I, i'm just waiting for the whole next you know upgrade of that particular game so like Killzone. Even though we had we had got a Killzone Shadow Falls on the PS4, but to me it was trash. Um, mm. I'm still waiting on Resistance. Everybody's hyped for a whole new Infamous game, Prototype. Um, there's some other PlayStation Three games. Now, mind you, uh, you remember Heavenly Swords? Mm. I, I feel like I've heard that. I haven't played it myself. It was like a, I guess, a female God of War type game. Mm. It was with a lady with a sword. Anyhow. I think so. Okay, okay, okay. It's fine. But that game is personally owned now by Ninja Theory. So now you already know Ninja Theory is, is bought by Microsoft. So we're mm. going to go there. But games like Resistance... um. Dead Space, we already know we're getting a remake of that. So to me, I felt like I was dry with PS3 games. However, I had fun with it, but I felt like I was dry with it. But now on the PS2 games, there's a lot that... <laughs> like, it had one of the most iconic libraries of all time. It did. It really did. Even though I, I, yeah. I, even I didn't thoroughly play PS One that much because you know I was young. I mean, the only games I played on PS One was Fighting Force, Street Fighter Alpha Three, um, ooh, X Men Mutant Academy fighting game, some shooter named Spec Ops. And I don't think I heard of that. Um, GT Two, you know, Gran Turismo Two, Spyro. Digimon, and that, that was about it. But I feel like mm -hmm. I had I had like one of the best experience on PS2, so I feel like I'll be fine on PS2 route. But does that mean 
PlayStation 4 users can play those games as well too? Download it? I think so. I think it depends on it said the PS1, PS2, and PSP, so you could download those games, but it's only select titles, so it's 340 titles from those games. So it doesn't mean every title from those series had well will be on the, the streaming service, but I'm sure they'll add more and more as the time progresses. So I don't know. I, I feel like that'd be a pretty cool thing to do. I think I used to be, play a lot of PSP back in the day, so I I know that I was a fan of a lot of those games. So I that'd be pretty cool. And PS2, like you said, you saw us. That was like the golden age of, of of console gaming when I was growing up. So I used to play a lot of PS2 games. That opening and the opening of the PS2 is always still legendary to this day. So, uh, you know, like when you hear that, the memories start falling back into your mind. So you're like, oh, I mean, I remember that. Um, but yeah, I, I think that, that that's a cool function that they have. Yeah, good stuff, good stuff, good stuff. So I remember my comment there. I had to come in here to remind me with my games behind me there. So you, you mentioned earlier about, uh, you know, playing, being able to play full games and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, we can play the full games. And I mean, the, the disc that I have, I haven't gotten a disc in like, I don't know, four years now. It's all digital. But even these games here that I have physically, you still have to have an online connection to play the games nowadays. They don't want you playing the game unless you are connected, which kind of kind of throws me off of wanting to have my collection that I have. Like, you know, I, I enjoyed getting it because A, I have a physical copy of the game. I can go to my friends and say, here it is. I got it. Or that's what like, I'm talking about. Many collectibles here that I, you know, that I, I, I acquired over the years. I got a whole bunch more here in the room, but you know, I, I want to be able to not have to have internet go someplace. Like when I moved, when I moved here to the new house, didn't have internet for three or four days. It was a very limited amount of games. I could play on my Xbox. I had to, I had to, thumb through and find one that didn't need an online connection to play and even then it didn't have all the latest dlc it wasn't updated um so are you really getting the full game if you have to have an online connection i mean you should you should be able to be offline and i know that's this is a bit of a segue from what you're saying but i was just taking pieces oh, no, from you're what you're good saying. man you're good no like i said it's all respect for it but now let me make sure this um now that we we officially got you know Spartacus and Game Pass being a a new wave coming to this generation. Do you still see us buying physical games? Like, do you still see people buying physical games? Not anymore. What about not, you? Not, 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 yeah. And what about you, Daryl? I, I honestly, I don't see it. Wait, wait, you don't see what? I don't see, I don't see people buying the actual physical copies. I think they're going to buy... Digital. Um, I think Microsoft has this system, and I've been rigging it for years. I buy a digital game. I can share it to my brother. Now we have two versions of the same game. We can play it together. Like I've been, I've been doing that literally for since they had digital games in existence, and they've been doing that game sharing. I honestly think that's such a smart thing to do. Just have digital. It makes it life a lot easier. Obviously, you have to be more cognizant because technically when you do a digital game the memory that you need to play it is a little bit more than the actual disc copy but that being the case it's not that much of a difference and honestly the convenience of you just uh, now you'd have to go find a disc and i understand both spartan uh, your perspective and also you sauces where you guys have 
you know, the the the, the collectible. It's a cool cover. Yeah, I like the I cover of the game. Yeah, yeah, it's because it, you yeah, gotta look at it like yeah. this. You gotta look at it like this. Like I was at Walmart not so long ago. We still like how long has Blockbuster been out? Well, we already know that's been discontinued lots of but how long have you been seeing people going to Blockbuster or anywhere to watch a movie? Like since we since we were born, right? So mm-hmm. it's like you know, I was at Walmart and I literally saw No Ways Home on stock getting sold out. So it's like, bro, like in the gaming world, you actually playing the game. A DVD, you just sitting on the couch eating popcorn or nachos and just watching it. And after you're done, you you don't touch no more. So me personally, I see where you guys going with it. Yes. Now with Sparta Kids and Game Pass, you know, you could just, it's, it's basically like Netflix, a game in Netflix. But you still got people that want to be a collector to show their, you know, their kids, their grandkids, and, you know, it just passed along. You know what I mean? Mm, I got you, man. So, what about you, Hero? I mean, I think they'll always make physical copies. I don't think that's actually going to go away. And then you also got the collector editions. Yeah, there are unique features on them that you can't get through streaming services, at least for now. I mean, if that changes, and that's going to change a lot of things that happen in the future. But, I mean, I think there'll always be a way. There's always a market there for buying physical copies. Um, but streaming is taking over. So, I don't know. It is, and it is. And I'll give good credit to that. I, I do. I do. You know, How hard would it be, though? Like I don't, well, I don't well, remember well, how much a CD costs anymore. But how hard would it be now? I, I go ahead. I, I purchase a game on on my system cost me you know six, 60 dollars how much it is for them to send me a physical copy of that disc as well so i can a have it and b if they ever shut down be like well i have this like here's my here's my my token of ownership or whatever like i this like let's say if microsoft system ever shut down and i could never ever play these games again because the network is down who like could i ever take this and be like listen i used to have this can i do something with this at some point right um you know I don't know how much a CD costs, but either send me the CD or maybe drop the price five bucks. I don't know why. Why, why am I paying seventy bucks for data? Data that I I can never physically see unless I enter the digital world or something like that, right? Like, and, and let me let me tell you how why I'm a little bit skeptical of the digital world because let's just say you just bought something that you didn't like, you can't return it. You know, and there's a lot of people, you know, who's very, very stern with their money. So it's like, it's like you got to pick wisely what you want to actually buy, you know, because me personally, the only reason why I had bought Halo Infinite digitally, because at that time, you know, I was going towards the PC route, you know what I mean? And I said I was going to play Halo PC, which, you know, I kind of do. But ever since these freezes been kind of just strictly play on my Xbox and, you know, when I had changed the field of view on halo to like 110 i was like oh man it feels so good i ain't gonna hold you so now it's like do i do i sort of regret not buying halo infinite physical not i mean yes because i'm a diehard halo fan and i had all the physicals like one through five so it's like yes i do agree with you guys 
it is going to start being, you know, we just start getting games digitally, you know, through Game Pass or if you want to purchase it. And then we're going to start seeing less people going to the store like GameStop and Walmart. But I feel like then that's just going to hurt their business because, you know, they still going to need, you know, people to, to like, you know, attend those, um, what you call it? Those midnight releases because I feel like that's what hyping us as gamers to go, you know, you know, enjoy the, the experience of gaming. I agree with you, man. No, I, I still try to go buy things from GameStop, like physically too. And, and I just think generally GameStop was struggling to, to get sales because a lot of people were drifting to the online stuff. I agree with you, man. I, I like the fact that you get the physical copies to your, it's your ownership. You own it, right? So you technically can do whatever you want. You could try to tra transfer it back if you don't like it. And I agree. Digital has still has some struggles. That stuff's gone, right? Like, okay, you guys. Um, anything before we move on to the last part? I think we're good, man. Okay, okay, okay. So, the last thing we're gonna talk about is you know, we're still on the topic of Sony. What are your thoughts of the upcoming AAA games for Sony? Uh, Sparta, I understand you die hard Microsoft, but it's okay. You know, we're all family here. Part of the blue sauce family, you're part, you're part of us. You don't have any info about that with the upcoming AAA games on PlayStation? I don't have much input. Just if my friends talk about some of them and I, and I like, yeah, that looks awesome. I mean, I, I used to buy games just based on the trailer alone. That's why I picked up, uh, what was that game that was also a TV show there? Uh, anyway, I that's why I picked up on it. So my friends are, sen are sending me this stuff, and I'm like, yeah, that looks really, really awesome. And and it, it does make me want to want to buy a PlayStation. But I mean, at the same time, I at E3s and stuff like that, like I won't pay attention to the to the Sony shows or whatever. I'll just stick with Xbox, maybe, maybe a little bit of Nintendo, Amen. and then care about my. And I'm glad you stick with an Xbox because, like I already said earlier, off of the video watch. Microsoft win this generation. They win this no. generation. Just give them time to work on their IPs. You know, like Perfect Dark. You already know they got delayed. Fable got delayed. Just give it time. Once those releases, it's like, bro, Pony's just going to be like, you know, <laughs> crying in the car and stuff like that. You know, like they're just going to find, you know, thoroughs of excuses just to make. You know what I mean? Like it's just plethora of excuses. That's what I meant to say. Yeah. So, what about you? So. Bro? Oh, no, hold on, Mars, because yeah, yeah. I know you got a lot of info, Mars, man. Hold on, my man. Hold what you got. Hero, man. What, I, what I are these upcoming AAA games? So, what do you expect? I honestly just had to look up and uh, try to remind myself what actually was coming out as far as exclusives. But beyond that, I mean, they got your typical, I think, Final Fantasy 16, right? Uh, which, I mean, will be solid. It has its fan base, but uh, yeah. What else do they got coming out? Wolverine. That's um, way down the road. Ragnarok. Yeah. Uh, 
But the star, yeah, technically, I don't know if Star Wars: The Knights of the Old Republic is going to be coming out this year or not. But I know that was another hyped game from the last uh, E3 or, or State of Play event that they had in the, the last uh, summer. Um, they also did. Uh, there's that game. I forgot what they call it. It was like they had a really butchered looks and they had to delay it. I forgot the name of the what was it called. Um, I might. Damn, have I forgot that. I just had. Is, does it look like a wolf? It's like the, it was a girl they showed that she was like running out almost like she was jumping really far across maps. I forgot the name of it. Uh, I'll have to look it up. But, but it was, uh, I mean, I know Ghostwire Tokyo just came out, but I mean, like, like, uh, I mean, there's a lot of games that I'll give my opinion on some stuff I saw. Like, I think the big one I'm looking forward to is God of War. I mean, I was a fan of the last God of War game. I was a fan of the previous God of Wars even before the, the, the before they made the really big change in the the play the play style of, of God of War where it was very not say it was kind of like an arcadeish like just beat the crap out of everyone around you uh, and then it changed to be more of a third person perspective narrative driven game and I really like the way they transitioned it so I'm looking forward to seeing God of War but the one big thing that I'm a little nervous about God of War may be could possibly be delayed and I mean that'd be really bad if that was delayed. Look, man, I, look, they already confirmed that it's going to release this year, man. Let's not make Dude, who knows, man? Who knows? I'm just saying. <laughs> you never, no, nothing's ever confirmed. Yeah, that's what I'm no, saying. You I, don't know, man. No, no, no. And that is true, though. But off of my authentic news I be posting in chat, nah, they're going to release it this year. They are. If listen, if it does, if it does, if it does, the hype itself will make the game a game of your candidate automatically. Like even by itself, because the la the success of the last game and the game franchise is very good, it will automatically be up there. And I think the game, uh, I want to see more of it. I want to, and I think it will be a great game based on how the last game felt and how it played and the story of it. Um, I really want to see how it is, and I, I'm excited for it. But I'm also kind of weary because it might, it might, it could drop, it could be delayed because. Who knows? Like Legend of Zelda, we all everyone thought it was gonna come out this year. That got delayed till the spring. Yeah, like, it, it's so funny too, because it's like and my fault to interject, but because good. it's like I felt like that would have been Elden Ring's challenge. Breath mm -hmm. Wild 2 and Elden Ring. You know what I mean? Because yeah, yeah. Breath Wild already won game of the year, first one. The prequel already won game of the year. Now it's the sequel. You know what I mean? So it's like, with that being said, I feel like that's already a boost for Elden Ring to win game. Because one, it's already a multi-plat game. People buying it yeah. everywhere. Everywhere, all over the place. You only could buy it right now in one particular area. And that's why I think Spartacus would be smart to make their games right to PC. I know that God of War won't be on Spartacus, and that's why I always thought that was a big mistake. To make day one a games right on Spartacus, because if you did that, PC gamers would go nuts to be able to play God of War right on PC. And because you see the success it had on the the remake, that the last game came out on PC this past year, just recently, and everyone loves it because it, it looks good and you know plays well. You should have a lot more of those PlayStation games on PC and more people would enjoy them. Um, and I agree with you, Sas. I think that Breath of the Wild 2 would have been the major competitor. And it feels like, I said this to you before, uh, Forbidden West 
seems like just like Zero Dawn is going to be put up against a game that is just a top-level game and people now have to compete, right? The, the same thing happened with Zero Dawn with Breath of the Wild 1, and they lost that on Game of the Year that year. Same thing's going to happen with Forbidden West. They're going up against Elden Ring, and the hype of Elden Ring, of Elden Ring it's elevated it. 10 to 10. Like, you don't know how many people I asked, how's Elden Ring? Oh, easy. 10 to 10. Come on, man. <laughs> but um, my take of these upcoming AAA games, you know, you don't even know I'm a die-hard God of War fan. Like, I, I'm sorry, I just can't give you game to you. You know what I mean? Now, with Spider-Man 2 coming out, you know, in a year. I don't know what else is going to be coming around that year. Um, well, we already have Breath of the Wild 2 that's coming in 2023. And, you know, we're going to get more games on the way. Uh, Wolverine, we know that's going to be pushed back to uh 2024 because it's like it just wouldn't make sense to release them both both mm. marvel games made by Somniac in 2023 it would just be ill like no you know what i mean mm. um i forgot what the triple a games we seen or what's going to be released so okay for spoken like yeah, that was that was the game i was thinking about that was like me was personally i think it was me, I don't think it was right for them to push it back, but at the same time, it kind of makes sense because I feel like we didn't get full-blown information of what the game is. You know, we just got, you know, like a trailer of the gameplay, but we we didn't get mm. full info like how these previous, you know, AAA games had showed us. Um, Some other AAA games that I was thinking of top of my head. Um... There's rumors, generally, yeah. there's rumors where we will possibly see a Astro Bot 2, if that's what's called, Astro Playroom. And you play it, right? Yeah, I played it before, yeah. What about you here? You play Astro Playroom? Yeah, that's, I enjoyed that. Yeah, I'm hearing that there's going to be a sequel of that. Also, and I had mentioned this earlier, Um, you guys played Knack, right? Knack. I, I have not played it, no. I know, I know. But anyhow, no, it's all good. But look forward and playing it, man. It's a really good game. You know, like someone calls it whack when the game is actually good. Mm. They're planning on, you know, making a sequel of that. It's basically about, you know, a dude who's made out of relics, who's being a superhero for, you know, the world and stuff like that. It's a really good game. Oh, that's, like, no, that's cool, man. Like it's, a, it's like a Mario IP game to me. However, you know, Little Big Planet is, has the same, you know, vibe of Mario. But mm. I feel like Mac could be that one. You know what I mean? So gotcha. I'm here, you know, that's you know, that's coming. Also, um, um I just had it in my head. Silent Hill, you know, we just keep getting teased about that. I don't know what like what they're doing. Like, are you guys just gonna come with it or what? Matter of fact, you know, and I was thinking about this too, that you know, after they had announced Spartacus, I thought we might have got a a uh, a Knack tease, Ghost of Tsushima sequel tease, possibly Last of Us three. And I, you already know, I don't like the second one. I ain't, I ain't even finished that, so I ain't gonna talk about that. Um, and possibly, you know, them buying a studio, but 
We already covered that, but. I mean, like, I think it should be interesting for this year. I think Sony has a decent lineup coming, and you know, Microsoft has some pretty good games too. So I, it should be a good year all around when it comes to brand new games, especially for the for the fall. You know, I think it'd be fun. Oh, <laughs> Doctor Nice. Even though it's a multi-plat game, but with that game being released on all plats, do you feel that a lot of users need to play it on ps5 because the whole haptic feedback you know the whole game because you know me personally and i wanted to talk about this what's your thought about the ps5 controller being the best controller in the gaming community um when i'm looking at it i i feel like it is it feels like a it feels like a next-gen controller i feel like that's a lot of people's points like if you're looking at the standard xbox controller it kind of feels similar to what the previous generations controllers were generally they're just differences where be like grip like the grip of the controllers would be slightly different from this one to the last one the the playstation 5 controller i think has a lot more little nuances that make it different and make it feel like it's new i think if you're talking about like this the xbox like like a pro controller that if they made like the standard controller like that, we're having like paddle paddles on the back or whatever. If that was the standard controller, then I'd be like, wow, they're pretty equal. But I think Sony has probably the better controller just because that has more functionality to it. Like it has a little more nuance that make it different. Um, Xbox is more similar to the last generation. Man, I was just looking at the list that of what I was going to talk about. And there's one thing I want to bring up to this um what's and this is the last thing what is your thought about the 10 live server games that jim ryan wants to come up with however you know they recently just bought haven studios a whole brand new studio i never heard of and they're coming up with a whole new you know i can't say multi-plat but you know they come up with a live service game and how do you think that's going to be and what do you expect with these 10 live server games like what what are we going to see and how 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 successfully would it be um well well it's going to be tough i think live service games it can either be really good or just really 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 bad right if you depends on which ones you look at and they have to do they have to do well like look at fortnite as much as i'm not really a fortnite guy but fortnite kind of has mastered the the technique i guess you would say a fortnite apex you know, those are like top level live service games that just do very good job of creating updates. So when I hear live service, you could either go with, you know, a Halo live service game, which isn't necessarily doing well live service wise. Like it's a good game, good gameplay, but like live, being a live service game, it's not doing live service. It's just like it's taking too long to give you updates or you can be the Fortnite level and give you updates daily. All right. So. It's a mixed bag. It's a flip of the coin whether you know you're going to land on that? it or not. They came up with, well, this game is coming out on April 27th. It's called Blood Hunt, if you heard about that. The I heard about it, yeah. Yes, and to me, it looks like a bootleg version of Fortnite, but just a vampire vibe, you know what I mean? Also, mm. my take on this, you know, this 10 line service thing, I think me personally, like I said, we just got to give it time because, again, you know, we've been waiting for a whole new Killzone game. Excuse me. And we already seen that, you know, Bungie was bought, bought by Sony, right? So I feel like 
the reason why they bought Bungie is to make those type of competitive live service games. So me personally, I feel like they can the next Killzone game they can collab like just like turn Killzone to a whole new different Killzone type game. Also, if they were to buy Ubisoft, they can collab with Bungie. Even though you know I, I'm just out here just you know hypothetically thinking of you know how these things could turn out, but. If that's what they want to do, come up with these 10 live service games, yes, you're right. They're going to have to do whatever they can to make it happen. And, and, and like, put 200% effort into making that, like, successfully going. Mm. Because they, they already, we, we already know Sony has the best, best, best uh, story-exclusive games. How Even though we already know uh, Nintendo... Is like one of the greatest IPs of all time, but Sony has the greatest story IPs of all time. Story yeah, I, I, I agree with that. So, hey, I agree with you there, man. Yes, it's, it's gonna be. It's it's tough. It's it's a tough thing to be able to develop a live service game effectively. You know, you could screw it up or you could be good at it. <laughs> it's, it's a flip of the coin. Yes, big time, big 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 time, man. So anything for you guys, you guys want to, you know, uh, you know, close out uses episode four podcast, uh, anything you guys want to say, you know, I appreciate all you guys, you know, sticking with me, you know, sorry for the, my ghost hope Blake show, you know, he streams up well, you know, I'll put his link up, you know, you guys, you know, check him out. But, um, since he wasn't there to make it. You know, I guess this was my first time actually leading this podcast, so hopefully it does well for you guys. Check it out, you know. But anything y'all want to like, let uh, the you know, the viewers. Yeah, you know? yeah, man. First, thank you for inviting me, man. I I, I love talking about gaming, and I, I'm thank you for bringing us with this this badass panel here. I, you know, we all had some good input. We had some good discussions on gaming, and I I love gaming all around. So. You can, you can tell by all my stuff here. I'm sure that some of you guys didn't get to see my my Spartan helmet I had to put my, on my head. My you know. Right here. <laughs> yeah. So listen, man. I thank you for for inviting me on first time on the podcast, but I would definitely love to jump back on at some later oh, man, date look, again the and then talk again. The next one is gonna be live because that man right there, Spartan, has more knowledge on Microsoft, and then there's another guy that I game with. He has more knowledge on 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 Microsoft, and also. Those shenanigans that I talk about, the main one that I really and I, like, I want you guys to just look into my previous podcast, man, because it's like you will know which guy I'm talking about, and he's gonna be back, and he's gonna be the one hosting. Uh, and like I, I just can't wait to do that one. You know what I mean? I but, feel you, man. I, I but thank you, man. Appreciate course, man. the invite. Anything you want to say, Spartan? To the viewers. First podcast you've been on. Thanks for having me. I'm uh, looking forward to the next one if yes, I ever get a chance. For sure, this man. For sure, I'm gonna hit you up, man. What about you, hero, man? Because I feel like oh, the yeah. next one we're gonna is it's gonna be stacked. Like I, I feel like you you're just gonna be seeing a lot of back and forth, back and forth, back. It, it's just gonna be funny, man. I can't wait for that to happen. Man. No, I appreciate it too. This is my first time being yeah, on. I'm glad for you coming. Uh, I'm glad for you. No, no. Man. Yeah, I'm excited to be on. I mean, I'm not the most versed in Sony. I mean, I keep track of things, but PS5 is the first place of console I've had since PS2. So I've kind of just recently began back into things there. So uh, I'm glad to at least share some information and get 
learned a lot from you guys. Uh, I'm excited to talk about some of the stuff with Microsoft and Nintendo and everything going on. Yeah, I appreciate you guys, man. I appreciate you guys stick with me, man. You know, I I was kind of feeling, you know, a little bit nervous, you know, trying to lead this, but I did what I could. But later in the future, it will de develop. Well, other than that, man, man, I appreciate you guys, man. I really do. You guys take care. I understand you guys have families, man. You guys spend your weekend with them. Other than that, just make sure you guys stay humble, hungry, and just take it one day at a time, man. We only live once, man. I appreciate it. Of course, man. Yeah, man. Appreciate it, dude. Man, you guys have a good one, man. Thank y'all for tuning in, man. Please check out the previous podcast, man. This will be released next Friday morning.